The Boiled Sports Handsome Hour is sponsored by Martin Vintage. Visit martinvintage.com for an excellent selection of classic Purdue t-shirts. Enter Boiled at checkout for 15% off. martinvintage.com And by AJ's. When you're in West Lafayette, visit AJ's on Vine Street for an excellent selection of beer, burgers, and beefy boiler makers. EatAJ's.com And by Gridiron Metal Works. For outstanding college-themed gifts for the metallurgical fan in your life, check out the grill grates, griddle grates, koozies, and much more from the handsome boys at Gridiron Metal Works. GridironMetalWorks.com Randy Etzel got a buyout. And he gets to retire. I mean, like, yeah. he's living my actual dream. I he's saw a picture of Etzel. I hadn't seen him in a little bit. And he looks like what Randy Etzel would look like in old guy makeup. <laughs> like, he doesn't look like a real old guy. Do you know what I mean? It's if like we're watching a sitcom of UConn. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be back with you, Anish. Uh, this is a a two of three man handsome hour. Indeed, uh, off we, a big victory. We oh. have the link uh, out to uh, the other degenerates, and so either they uh, arrive, they may arrive just randomly in this, or it's just going to be the traditional two man in a bucket. Yep, yep. Yeah. It'll uh, regardless, it's going to be magic. It always is. Indeed, as it always is with you, my friend. Uh, yeah. Amen. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host, Boiler Dowd. Uh, this is the Handsome Hour. I'm here with my pal, Anish. We're handsome. Yeah, we're handsome together. And um, Often. We're, we're both pretty... I pretty just said, we, we were both doing the same lean. We were both doing the same the same one-handed there lean go. there for all Good. of these live listeners. I know. We're, yeah. we're into it. We're at, Yeah, locked and loaded. Um, but I, I said it on the quick cast, Anish. Uh, Purdue wins 30-21 to 21 over Oregon State. It seems like not a big deal because we all thought they'd win. But what I didn't know coming in, I didn't know that Oregon State would be somewhat legit. That That's a team that didn't make mistakes, which is pretty exciting to see Purdue do what they did. Yeah, and, so, uh, so talk to me about that because to me, I think they took care of an opponent that is not very good. And they took care of them in actually, I mean, like the thing that felt the best to me was down like was was finishing the game the way that they finished the game after about two and a half quarters of like fine you know what i mean like it was you know it wasn't stellar you had the opposite reaction which was the longer you are thinking about this purdue game which you know you tend to stare at the ceiling in the middle of the night and just start right, thinking about right. uh, purdue it. football um yeah. the longer you think about it the better you're feeling about this which is not the way that things usually go in the boiler down mind it is not. It is not. And I, and I think the, the big thing is that let, we've watched bad football the last decade, right? We've, we, we, many we people know. have said we we are connoisseurs of bad football. Right, exactly. <laughs> we understand all of its nuances and flavors. Oh, and yeah. I, I don't think I, Oregon State like is barnyard. that bad. What's that? It, it, it tastes like barnyard. It does. It, it tastes, like, uh, smells. You can't get the, 
the funk out of your mouth afterwards. Sulfur. That's what people say when it tastes like butt, right? Yes. That's yeah, what sulfur. people say. Oh, this tastes that's like sulfurous. The, that's the polite way of saying it. Yeah. It tastes like butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it does. Uh, that, the, the brand of, <laughs> the brand football of football that, that okay. we have watched for, you know, really, I always say 10 years. It's really, doesn't it go back 15, 13, something like that? Not the whole time, but much of many of the times. No, not the whole time. Absolutely not. But but much of the time. That's that's correct. That is a that's a correct, accurate statement. My point is that when I look at that Oregon State team, what I see is like a um, I can't even say a Danny Danny Hope type team because Danny Hope teams uh, made a lot of mistakes, right? Um, Daryl Hazel. I can confirm that. Yes. Right. Right. Daryl Hazel teams couldn't do anything really all that well, right? Oregon State, though, to me, looked like a team that in the trenches, they had a lot of size. They had, a, a would say, a pair of quarterbacks that were solid, uh, maybe reminiscent over some of the quarterbacks that Purdue has had, um, which, is, which is a good thing. They had very speedy players on the outside. They were tiny, but they were speedy. Um, they had a solid running back. They had guys that didn't fumble. And they had quarterbacks that generally put it on the money. And the other thing they did, which I thought was really interesting, is they put pressure on Purdue's defense by going for it on fourth over and over and over. They extended drives, right? And that Coletto guy, by the way, uh, I have a hard time not giving him a massive amount of credit and uh, respect. It, it um, would have been just a perfect uh, poetry if Coletto would have come in and beaten Purdue, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, and we we did some on the fly Coletta, research. There is no relation, thank God. Um, no, <laughs> it wouldn't have been even worse feeling, right? It um, turns out Coletto uh, came in, showed a little bit of promise, and couldn't get it. And then yeah, couldn't get the job done. Couldn't get the job done exactly. And he has good size, just like Coletto teams. Um, but so that that's my that's my nutshell uh, thought of this. That's why I think this game. How long more- did it take you to study for the sommelier exam? That is, that is there to be a sommelier in bad football. Do you? I mean, like, was it an intense process? Was it? Well, real- let's think. Uh, uh, so I was born right into it. I mean, well, when I was young, that's not <laughs> this fair. Is the when origin young, story. Yeah, yeah. The origin story goes back far. It goes into the eighties. But you know, like my first teams that I really remember well were Burtonette teams, which were emotional, fun-loving um, teams that played with wild swings. Yeah. I mean, they were not good. They were not great football teams, but they had guys on the teams that were. They they had NFL talent there. Um, it just wasn't all over. It wasn't a consistent program. That wasn't a well built team. Um, so 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 yeah, I would say my my taste for bad football goes way back. And also it's and also, I mean, I, this is different, but I. I was I was in Indianapolis when the Colts came there, so that, that there's there's got to be <laughs> the, the original horrendous. Colts. Yes, yes. we're not they very were good. Um, I, you know the Oregon State's line uh, defense. So I'm sorry, their their rush, their defensive line, their defensive front really surprised me because on paper they shouldn't have been that good. Right. Um, they didn't really have that much experience. They actually so you know of Purdue's. Um, you know, let's say like the seven rotation offensive linemen, like what uh, maybe three or four of them were completely new, like to the system, whether they were freshmen or whether they were graduate transfers yeah. or whether they were the first year really playing. Um, and so, you know, you're, they were hitting a, 
a line that needed to gel that just needed time to, I think they individually show, you know, in the first half showed, you know, that they could play, but they need some time to gel, which yeah. is what a line does. And Oregon state took advantage of that. And that was surprising. And that had me a little bit worried because had me happens... very worried that, that first quarter. And that's the other thing that first quarter that felt like bad football from Purdue. Yeah. To, to me, really nothing was very good there, right? The defense wasn't in sync. The offensive line looked awful. The play calling was bad. Um, that was like, oh man, we may be in for a really long night. Purdue could Purdue could lose this and going away is what it felt like, right? Yeah. Um, so the fact that they did kind of rally so quickly was was a big deal to me. That that was that was good to see. It was fun to see. The fourth quarter, I mean, like Jack, you know. Okay. I think when Jack realized that the tight ends were, uh, you know, targets that could be hit like that, he was like, Oh yeah, I forgot about these guys. That was great. Yeah. We the, should do that more often. We should, we, we should definitely do that more often. And, and you know, that's, that's his roommate. So he shouldn't have forgotten. They are their roommates for real. Yeah. Pain, Pain Durham and, and, and Jack Plummer roommates. And Just uh, that was awesome. I, I, I didn't give him full credit. Eight of nine, 119 yards. I said one touchdown. It was two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. I forgot one of them. Um, both of them within or within Durham, a five right? minute period. Say again. Sorry. Were they both to Durham? Yep. Both to Durham. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he was just so solid there. And, mm -hmm. and, and, we, we've said this before. When we've watched Purdue teams lose, they lose as a team, right? A lot of stuff goes wrong, <laughs> right? I mean, like, like think about the last couple of years. We've been like, okay. got to lose together. Yeah, we're going to lose together. We're, and they we're not one kicker away from this. We lose. We win together, and we definitely lose together. Yeah, right on, right on. Um, think about think about what you just said, though. The 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 kicker was solid, right? The, the oh, special teams were how solid. cool was it that like every time every kick was just right there. and the other biggest thing that had me worried was how many times have we seen so maybe it is maybe you are right in that which is not something that i say often and i want us to appreciate yeah yeah let's, let's i want us to appreciate this, this um like the you know um in the past how many times have we seen even in the brahm era which we all have enjoyed like Purdue leaving points on the field, no doubt. Whether it's you know it's a zero or three instead of an easy seven. I mean, you're on the half yard line and you can't get it in, uh, you know, for seven. How many times have we seen that come back to bite Purdue? Um, you know, that's what Purdueing it means of late, right? right? Which is right. leaving points really on Purdue the field early in the game and then paying for it at the end yeah. this game was different where we did leave that we won't ever stop leaving points on right. the field let's too, let's too fun there too fun let's, to get all of them exactly but the fact that it was every time it was an automatic three which is better than zero people tell me yeah and I hear that. That, you're a math that, guy though exactly and at the end it they didn't settle for that. Like that's when the execution came up and that's when, you know, it was the full seven points, the beautiful play call um, on, I think it was what third and short everybody, I think like the entire front seven was expecting a run and Durham just broke free for that beautiful. It, what, it, if you yards. watch that play, there's a really neat detail on that play. Cause I watched it a couple of times. He does this weird, like duck under move where he avoids the block, but he almost disappears. And he's he's a big man, but he disappears. He gets he gets my height, you know. And then he comes out, and there's no one there. 
they they didn't take him seriously. Good details. Um, that was that was a big big deal. It was a huge uh, play. Yeah, somebody somebody said over here um, how the uh, Mitch Wright Mitch Wright says all the kicks seem like they would have been good from fifty plus. Here's here's what I can tell you. Okay, we've seen um, the 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 kicker that I can think of right away is uh, Carson Wiggs had a, an explosive. I love leg. me some Wiggs. I love oh, me Wiggy, Wiggy Bank. Wiggy Bank. Yeah, he's a, he's he's a beast. But the ball would explode off his foot. Okay, Finneran. I don't. I don't think he has that same explosiveness, but what he does do, the ball gets up high really quickly, which obviously is going to make it harder to block. It was really humid. I, I think you could see that on TV if you were in if you were in the building or in the stadium. Was it sweaty? It, were you sweaty? It was. It was heavy. It was um like there was a drizzle. Like I really wasn't that sweaty, which is unusual. Usually, usually I sweat. Usually like you are eighty six percent sweat. Yes, yes, exactly. And I say this as somebody ninety three percent. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you and I are hand in hand there. But the, <laughs> but it was like the ball didn't travel well because of the humidity, and um, but the ball was getting up quickly. It didn't look like they were like good from fifty. To me, it looked like he's about a forty five yard. 50 yard, 40 to 45 to 50 yard kicker, which I'll take it. He was, he was accurate. That's the biggest thing. And he looked simply cool. He didn't look like he was nervous. Special teams looked solid. One big miscue on the special teams was that early in the game when they had the uh, bell was interfered with um, and he was clearly interfered with. That was a horrible. Mm -hmm. Purdue gets back. They need to kick the field goal. They, don't get the – did they not get the unit on the field in time and then they got a sideline penalty? It was the oh. sideline because – no, because that was that was the penalty that we all thought was – Was Brom Just like complaining and yelling, which is what right. we were all doing. Right. And then we – and what it turned out to be was the special teams. Like it was a flag on uh, – But it was, it, was, it was misconstrued though. I don't know if you heard that. The next part was that he was yelling to the special teams unit to get on the field, get set. Oh. The ref thought he was – yelling at him if you look at what's brahm and um biagi the way they the way they interact brahm like looks at him he's like he's pissed but then he kind of biagi says i wasn't yelling at the ref yeah like he and and it was just and it was uh it wasn't that big of a deal they had to punt but that was like the biggest miscue like ugly football of the day for purdue and yeah i mean there were a couple i mean yes that was the biggest miscue. Well, so there are a couple of special teams miscues, though, right? I mean, and not none of them actually led to penalty yardage, but they were all lost timeouts, which, again, in a close game, if that Durham touchdown wouldn't have been there in a close game, that could have been another right. area to do that. That's again, a good point. Was, those right? those re- real weird useless timeouts they they will hurt in a in a versus. And, and, but those were all because it was like you were going to get a twelve man on the field you know, penalty right. on special right. teams, or you were lined, they were going for it on fourth, fourth down and right. you were lined up to play kind of, you know, like front, like normal, like in the nickel. Right. And it doesn't really, though that kind of stuff is, does not speak well on special teams coaching. That being said, the Australian, that Australian punter that got them inside the five yard line uh, was incredible. Yeah. The, the, uh, I wish kicker. I wish they would have jumped on a little early. I was really nervous that one of them was going to slip. Or I mean, they were just, every like, time just down it, just down the dang thing. You're inside the two, and like or like they were going to touch it, but like be, their heel was going to yes. be on the yes. thing. And it's like, yes. don't mess with that kind of stuff. We've already seen yeah. how every different every way this could go wrong. Yeah. The other two things were um, the was it right? Um, like just let it. Um, 
Who, oh, right through his hands. Right through his hands, was it? Or uh, who was yeah, it? I, it was I right. It was right. Yeah. You nailed it. It was just right through his hands, and that would have blown the game open. Um, and oh, absolutely. Would have been, it would have been at the perfect time. I think it was, was it right before halftime. Anyway, um, well, that's the we same, don't do research it's same, on this show. It's the same drive that had the fake weird swinging gate, um, and that was also dropped. I like that one. But I, I like that play. I, I love that play. That was what dropped like Durham. I mean, that 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 that, that was pass crazy. was on the money. And like, Durham, it, like of all the people on the field, you want right. you want it to be Bell or Durham, yep. and like he, it's crazy yeah. um, uh, that he that it hit him in the hands, and yep. it was able. And Durham is not small, and it was able to be wrestled away. That was just a really good defensive play. I want to run that. It was like a a fake field goal reverse pass which is like all i think spencer hall was saying all of it is unnecessary and all of it is incredible oh that's fun i love it but there were some neat things that the things that i liked about number one i think there were three or four gadget plays on the day by purdue mm-hmm. none of them were ridiculous like you had to have perfect timing right yeah. they were all very very uh smartly done the exchanges were close like you didn't have to do anything weird um and I like that a lot because when you get all these guys going misdirection, confuses the linebackers, opens things up. Um, one of the funniest things I think is Oregon State had a had a trick play that kept backing them up, right? They were back 15, 25 yards, and then they got rid of the ball. Purdue did everything right, assignment correct. They had guys on every hat, right? Somebody there. They still got the ball. I think they gained like three yards on a 25-yard you know, uh, double, you know, reverse option. It, it was silly. It it totally should have been uh, Purdue, uh, you know, tackles their quarterback for a loss of 20, 21 yards. Instead, they gained three. Um, and that was like another one of those plays. I was like, man, you got to, you got, you're so close. Those are the ones you've got to get. You got to get the ones those. that you got to convert. And so. so it all in all, the, I, you are right. I think that the end of the game, leaves you feeling good about the way that Purdue opened the season. The other thing is like, we didn't really want to say this out loud the last week, but like, wow, was that kind of a low key high pressure game? Because like, if this season is going to be any kind of anything after basically two seasons, one completely a throwaway and one legitimate disappointment, um, if the season was going to be anything, you had no room for a loss, even a good, a quote unquote, good loss versus Oregon state. And so this is just a win in the bank. Now we move to some, you know, a win, a, a, a game that uh, I can tell boiler down is just very comfortable with. I mean, like we might as well just mark it down as a win. What could go wrong? I say, as well, a <laughs> I don't know if you listen to it's, it's a, a lot I'm to so, go wrong, right? I'm so petrified. <laughs> I'm exactly. So the more you say it, the more petrified you get. Oh my God. No. Okay. The fact so, that you're there makes me more scared than <laughs> it's you done. I will be crashing with J money on yeah. Friday. We may yeah. or may not be, uh, you know, uh, going, you know, uh, just staring wistfully into each other's eyes, uh, you know, the night beforehand, there you um, go. That be, be going with, uh, J money junior. And I think a pal of his to UConn, uh, checking out the incredible stands. I think the stadium is 20,000 people. And I think maybe 4,000 will be there. 
uh, it's going to be incredible. The last time we were in the in the uh, in the Northeast, you know, fourteen to twelve, the best football game I have ever seen. Purdue versus a bad Rutgers team. What could go wrong? I say. You know what I found myself thinking so a lot it, about. Anish, let me ask you a question. Yes. What is the worst loss of Brahms era? Is it that game that Rutgers? Yes. Had? The, the that is the worst game of football I have ever seen in my life. Because <laughs> both lose so, junior so high. I've been to junior high school games that were way more entertaining than that. <laughs> oh, that crazy. is the worst game I've ever been to. The best part of the game was I was hanging out with Jay Money's family. That was yeah. cool. But yep. like it was hot. The stadium seats weren't very good. Purdue was quite terrible. Like it was just terrible. It was awful. Yeah. What's the weather going to be in? Uh, in I don't know, because we thought it was going to be sunny. I hesitate to even check what the weather is going to be like in stores with two R's. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, well, right now it's rainy there. Um, I'll, I'll get a, I'll See, get a weather got, report for you. You got to get Remember it. last <laughs> week it was supposed to, yeah, <laughs> we have breaking news, breaking news. Um, let's see. It's whoa. Whoa. I don't want to speak. Okay. Is it 75 and sunny? Oh, that's what they said last week. They said last week. (laughs) It's Connecticut, though. Connecticut is a little more reliable than Indiana, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So so here's the thing here's what I've been thinking a lot about uh, in the last week. I like once every three weeks, I just find myself in the middle of the workday staring and imagining retirement. And just how incredible retirement would be. Jay's semi-retired right now, isn't he? I, I, you know, he, 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 he lives uh, kind works, of the retired guy. Exactly. Life. He, 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 he works just for the passion of it. He, yeah. you know, he doesn't need the he money. Need the we money don't know that. What do you, you know? Did he go? Uh, was it a baker's dozen vacations last year? Is that right? I, I mean, is that forty-three? Is that no? Because his house, he he didn't leave the house last year. To be fair to him, but his house is basically a resort in the uh, yeah. you know in the in the Alps. I mean, yeah. like I, we've all you know we've all seen his yeah. house. It's every incredible. time, every time I turn on the Instagrams, um, it's it's Jay in a in a tropical locale. Every exactly, day. exactly. It's not a background. No, it's like a tropical lake, uh, tropical lake in the middle of New Jersey. <laughs> He's wearing some, uh, what's he usually wearing? Like a Stroh's hat? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, no, so, uh, random, we, I, last week I was talking about these coaches that would randomly hit me, that it just stunned me that Steve Sarkeesian was the head coach at Texas. Right. That right. thing happened. Like a day before the season with Randy Edsel. Oh my gosh, is Randy Edsel really the coach again at UConn? And it turns out not yeah, anymore. He's not really into it. He's done. <laughs> he may be the first coach to be fired after coming back to coach that team. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm trying to think of another example. It's incredible. Yeah, because he's. You think about it. You know, you always talk about the the statue job, right? He's literally the statue because he took them into Division One, and then they and they, and they went to the Fiesta Bowl with him as coach. That's crazy. And you look at them now; it's not ancient history. This is in the last decade. They are. They are a now. Mess. We are talking about him retiring midweek, retiring midweek. I mean, like he retired. He said he was going to leave, and then UConn yeah. was like, "You should bounce now," um, and. There's a new quarterback, new coach, 
their the their beat writer talked more about uh relegation to the FCS than they did about their best player. Yeah. So and he kind of said what best player, didn't he? Pretty much. Yeah, when he was talking to Carmen, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, it was, he so, laughed when Carmen talked about what I'm seeing in the in the in the, the margins here, Purdue fans being somewhat worried. You being somewhat worried, he literally laughed. He yeah. said, don't be. I mean, I've never heard a media person say something like that. Or I don't react think react that way. I don't think he is even going the the UConn beat writer is not going to the Purdue game because they know what's gonna happen. So boiler that, that, that is by the way, for those those of you just <laughs> listening and you didn't listen to Carmen's show, that is That's not incredible. an exaggeration. He's literally not going to the game. The so main good. beat writer is not going to the game. He, he sounded so disgusted. Yes, he, he was did. like, my life, it, I need to get my life in order. I need to figure out what's important to me. I need to figure out, uh, you know, I need to figure out these next steps. I can't be at Purdue. The, you know, UConn. like it, it's, it's the same thing you and I have wrestled with, right? It's the idea I've wasted so much time on this yeah, and it's listen. gotten me nowhere and it's worse than it used to. We've done that. We've, We've, we've thought about that at different I times. Th I think about that as much as I think about retirement, which is just like, how great would it be just to like bounce and like not work anymore? You got the money. Why are you killing yourself? Randy Etzel got a buyout and he gets to retire. I mean, like, yeah. he's living my actual dream. I, I saw a picture of Etzel. I hadn't seen him in a little bit. And he looks like what Randy Etzel would look like in old guy makeup. <laughs> like, he doesn't look like a real old guy. Do you know what I mean? It's if like we're watching a sitcom of UConn. I, how much money would it take for you just to lay on a couch and read the whole day, every day in your backyard? I mean, like more, like less than what Etzel has. He's got a couple of million in the bank. Oh, he's I got mean, more like, than a couple. He should have more than a couple million because he got paid a lot by Maryland. Yeah, to walk, you, to, walk to leave to bounce yeah. exactly the yep. best. Uh, see, you uh, then you lose to Holy Cross, and you think, you know, is my life really this in football? By the way, yeah, you're like my life is fine. I could yeah. do without this. Yeah. yeah, and so I ask you, Boiler Dowd, what could possibly go wrong with Purdue being dropped into this national story? Here, let me let me uh, take a. And I know I'm out of order here, but I think it's 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 uh, it's a good question to ask. I got to find you. Okay, so uh, Trip Truman, longtime uh, handsome hour listener, I believe, asked a brilliant question regarding what we're talking about, gentlemen. As it stands right now, we are a 34 point favorite versus UConn. It's gone up since it was first announced. Do you believe? Do you believe in which games uh, we are? Oh, okay. How about this question? In the games, I'll, I'll just rephrase it because I, either I can't read or he didn't write it right. Not his fault. I'm going to blame me. In the games that Purdue is favored for the rest of the season in total, will Purdue be favored by 34 total points? Total after? points? No, absolutely not. No, over exactly. under 34 points? Under. I'm taking under. the under. I agree. I completely agree. Um, yeah. What's I, Illinois, what's Illinois going to be? I mean, like five, seven, it, maybe. It should, be a, should be a little more than that based on what they did last week. Yeah, but I mean, again, it could there are two long weeks in between. Right, right. Here's the thing. 
you know, the, the funny uh, gif that we see, I'm, I'm ready to be hurt again. You know, we yeah. see that all the time. And, and we, we joked about it last week. Um, the problem with me is watching the end of the game and seeing a different mentality displayed in the fourth quarter on multiple facets. All that did say to me is like, yeah, I think, I think something could happen. We could score 50 points. What a stupid jerk. Here's the thing though. Okay. Let's, let's, let's focus on the bad for a second. Cause it's been pretty rosy. Here. Oh, I love focusing on the bad, baby. Just for a minute, just for a minute. Purdue's offense really didn't ever look great. Right. It didn't click. It, it I didn't see that. Did you see that? Did I so miss? I saw. I saw David Bell. I mean, David Bell's crazy, and he's he's such a safety net. This is the thing that's that makes David Bell a little bit better than Rondell Moore, in my opinion. I know it's sacrilege it's for different. some. It's different. But the way he can, he did it at the end of the game. That crossing route where all of a sudden he's in the middle of the field. There's no one near him. I don't know how he does it. It's, so David Bell raises your floor. As a passing game, yeah, no but doubt. Rondale raises your ceiling. Rondale makes like, you know, Rondale makes it so that any play right? could exactly any play could explode like the Ohio state game. Right. Um, but yeah, to have so it's safety. I mean, like he is the ultimate safety net. And so you're right. That's why until the fourth, I wasn't feeling great about this because the defense actually did the job. You actually did see a little bit more aggressive, um, you know, aggressiveness from the defense. You saw like when they kept talking, so, you know, a lot of times you do see, you do hear that off season talk of like, you know, new system, new, uh, you know, new mentality, new approach to all of this. And you don't see it pan out on the field. This is a time where you can actually see a real difference. I mean, like it was organized. It was aggressive. They were taking yeah. shots. I mean, like, George Karloftis. There was had, a pass rush. There was a, mean, a how simple is that? There was a pass rush and it was disrupting Oregon oh, yeah. State all day. I long. mean, you look at Karloftis's line and you like stat line, and it doesn't show that he was an in, uh, just a menace every single down. It was yep. incredible to watch. Yep. That will be like on a real for him that game just his consistency even if oregon state i mean oregon state's offensive line is actually fine um but like the i mean the way that he was just getting to him every single time was so good double teams and you could almost see number one but every every play when they they split him out in that sprinter stance that quarterback looked and pointed hey he's there again Mm -hmm. he's there He's there. It's Superman. It's a new yep. Superman. And then, then he would drop back and he'd see, okay, we picked him up and then he'd split the double team and that guy would poop his pants and just throw it. Right? That was wonderful. So yep. fun to see. He was so good. Um, And, you know, the, the Graham and uh, the boys from Detroit. Um, uh, or no, Grant and, yeah, Grant and... Uh, Trice. And uh, Trice was incredible. I mean, like, Trice is my favorite. Like, Having Trice as a reliable corner, having reliable defensive backs, basically, yeah, yeah. is like, I mean, like, it's a revelation to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, Cam Allen uh, played smart. Uh, Cam Allen looks like a guy to me. Every time I watch Cam Allen play, like, he is about to fight somebody. He's like got this. He's always, I love it. He's playing right on the edge. The problem is that, there's going to be a cost. <laughs> I think at some point in the season, he's going to, you know, he, he did it last year where he targeted because he hit somebody he wanted to 
make their head roll off their, yeah. you know, off their shoulders. Um, so he's playing on the edge, but he hits hard, but he had that, that interception was very, very important. He read that play beautifully in traffic in a tight area. Um, I think it's really hard, even for the, the most negative Michael people <laughs> among us. It's Did, hard to not see that defense is just amazing. Was it, improved. was it Grant that moved to linebacker? Was it Marvin no, Grant? That Graham. Grant. Was it Grant? Okay, it was Grant. Okay, but um, Graham played. Graham. The funny thing is, he moved to linebacker, but the they other moved Detroit him guy. He, yeah. I don't think he. Interesting factoid. I think he's the only guy on the defense that didn't sit it down. Really? Yeah, that's they, macho. They were. They were. I mean, like you know, Purdue's defense was actually like everything you you want from them, which is great. Twenty one points, fine. You know, and even they, that seemed they had like given a up much. seven points in two and a half quarters. Yeah. And and the only reason that they got to to fourteen, really, I think they 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 had a bad. Um, well, the only reason they got to twenty one, they went into that stupid zone with the prevent. That was horrible. Yeah. That that was the biggest. Uh, literally like, did it for like half spread. a drive. Yeah, literally did it for half a drive, and they scored immediately. And they said, and okay, so it's like that. yeah, yeah. So the the negative part is that ooh, the offense didn't show up really until the end. Um, and so you're kind of hoping that that is what they carry into UConn. And also, you know, UConn is going to want to punch them quick. Like UConn is going to want to try to get them a little surprised and on their heels. Um, and everybody is, you know, got UConn jokes all week. And all it has me is anxiety filled. Oh, buddy. It, it's it's easy to be anxious uh, <laughs> it, because because we're Purdue fans. Oh, man. That's it. I've That's seen, this. I've seen this play before. I know, I've seen I know. it at Nevada. I've seen it with Eastern Michigan. Ooh, we've seen it before. So let's let's look at so Eastern Michigan. Um, were they? I'm, I'm I'm trying to be serious here. Were they worse or better than that Rutgers team that you? I think Rutgers was the worst team that we played. Eastern Michigan had a good quarterback. Now. Yeah, they had a good quarterback. That Rutgers team or that Nevada team were both like awful. This UConn team is probably worse than both of them, yeah. like significantly, which is saying something. But yeah, I think those are the two, like the worst teams that Brahms lost to. Interestingly enough, in that seat, so in the 2019 season, which is really kind of the last, you throw away 2020, 2019 season, the last full season that Purdue has had, out of the four wins, Two of them were blowouts, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, um, it doesn't. It, it, that season, that season, that was so weird. Before, before they played, my head is a little scrambled just because of the last two seasons, right? You've got the season that, depending on if you're IU or, let's see, pretend you're IU or you're Penn State, right? Yeah. Two wins, right? They both, I mean, they both say what happened, right? Yeah. IU started to buy in clearly to believe that they belong there. The media belong there. The said thinks they belong there. Um, quickly, they drop out of the rankings, of course. But very interesting. I mean, it's a sidebar, but very interesting situation IU has themselves in because now they've got, what, the seventh or ninth best team in America playing them in Cincinnati. Yep. What a horrible, horrible. Not bad timing. You could have used a cupcake right now. Right, they sure could have, and all those years of delicious, sweet 
you know, cavity inducing. Oh my gosh. Cupcake, cupcake, cupcake. Now they've got beasts and they're going to be Owen too. Um, I mean, how about this question? Would you be more surprised? Ah, that's an easy question. No. So it looks, they've got Iowa or Idaho first. And then they go into Cincinnati and then Western Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. Idaho first you're saying? Yes. Okay. Idaho though, Idaho that's that. I don't think that's the cakewalk that some do, because they score fifty points. All of a sudden, the Dakota, all of the Dakotas and the Dakota states are like incredible now. So it's like I don't know who knows, man. Washington lost to who'd they lose to? Uh, Montana. Yes. Like yeah, seven to zero, seven to three. Yeah, but Montana isn't that the team that you, that has the offensive genius? That you he, like? They fired him a long time oh, ago. Yeah. I think he's yeah. somewhere offensive coordinating. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, anybody. That's that, this is one thing that should hearten Purdue fans. So here's the funny thing on on Twitter right now. A lot of people are saying, "How can you not take UConn more seriously as a Purdue fan?" They're asking me and you and everyone in the. We market. are terrified. Uh, absolutely. But I mean, here's, here's the not big because of UConn at right. all. <laughs> it has like, nothing I... to do with UConn. <laughs> no, it has everything to do with the fact that <laughs> oh, Anish and Jay are bad fans <laughs> and they can't even win at Rutgers. It's their fault. But we're, what we're doing is we're starting a new streak. Yeah, this is going to be a streak, a new of, era, a new era of wins and nothing but wins. I'm not going to tell you the last time I saw a Purdue victory, a Purdue football victory in person. We're not going to get into those details. Those details are in the past. We're yeah, not gonna when you guys were, you were talking last week, I wondered that and I didn't ask the question. Let's not worry about We're not going to worry about it. Bogged it's not, down really in not, the details, okay? Not the point right now. Yeah. Um yeah, it's uh I believe in you. Like you can get Thanks, it. Thanks, man. Thanks. Man. But here here's the thing. So whether we think that Anisha's ability to, to yell loudly is the point or not, here's the trick. It's really not. It's, it's all about how Jeff Brom and those, those young men handled the, the challenge. Jeff Brom brought them in, I'm told, on Sunday, the whole team, and he named all the Power Five conference teams that had lost the previous week and the one and all the division one teams that lost division one to crazy week, like right crazy. FCS, FCS teams beating FBS teams, yep. like non power five beating power five is wild. So, Jeff Brom is aware, everybody, that as you what, listen, understand the, the entire pack 12 lost. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't think, oh no, except for Notre Dame, except for UCLA, UCLA. right? Yeah, yeah, I think UCLA was the in those one. magnificent uniforms you were talking. Oh, about. they're so beautiful. They are. They're so. Really how do they not get every recruit just based on their jersey? I don't get slick, it. Man. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. and they're in LA. Come on. Yeah, that's that's a tough thing to argue against. And they, I got the USC and UCLA cheerleaders. They like when they show the line of them when they're in the white like sweater type things. You know, later in the season, it's part. it's all just class. It's just a good establishment. And the, it's nice the, the jersey, the, oh, they're so good. They are, but they they screwed around with those for a couple of years. They got them back, which is good. exactly. Good. It don't good. mess with things that are great. Like there are just certain classic, like Penn color State, combinations. Michigan, Notre Dame, U, UCLA, USC shouldn't mess with their uniforms. Ever. You're the you're the uniform. You're the I'm the numbers guy. You're the colors guy. Yeah, yeah. They should not. They should be both right with crayon. That's right. <laughs> With smiles on our face, big exactly. smile. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so you're predicting 50 points. Uh, we score. 
You're predicting Purdue. I would be. The okay, okay, so there, there are people on Twitter. There's multiple people, and I don't think um, multiple people are asking questions about how should Brom handle this. There was a question over in the mar- margin. Um, will uh, Will Max asked the question: Does AOC see playing time? Here's the interesting thing. You guys probably all saw what I saw when I watched the tape. I didn't. I didn't. I, I noticed on the sidelines that AOC was wearing a like a safety vest which looked hilarious to me for some reason. I just thought it, it looked like he was either wearing a, like something to help keep him from getting lost from his parents yeah. or um, to keep from getting like hit by a car. Yeah, exactly. Like construction on the side of yeah. the highway when you're, yeah. when you're the, you know, when you're on the night shift. Did you notice who wasn't wearing one? No. Was it, was it Austin Burton. Burton? Austin Burton I had always, his lid on. I wondered if, because what was funny is that, fans were talking about the quarterback battle being AOC versus Plummer. When Brom talks about him, the only quarterback he mentions by name is Plummer. And then he says the rest of the guys were really great, which some people it took to mean like, Hey, he wants to keep it as an open competition. And to me, it was like, I think he likes somebody else in that, you know, it's not AOC. I think he likes somebody else in that group better. I I think the interesting thing they they said, it was very um, straightforward and analytical. Um, they had a scoring system, you know, Plummer didn't separate himself till the very end, but Burton scored very well. I have read that in multiple places. So, I mean, I don't know. I, do I think AOC will play on Saturday? Yes. Do I think Burton will play on Saturday? Yes. Oh, so you, so let's, let's be a gambling man. Boiler Dowd. Yeah. Does Purdue win by more than 34 points or less than 34 points? Ooh. See, this is where. See, this is. I am not comfortable talk about this. The I am not stuff. comfortable. I, I would. I would not. I would not. I would not say they're going to win by more than thirty-four. If Purdue, so there's a, for some reason the comment thing isn't working right now. But John Faker, if you beat UConn, nobody cares. But if you lose to UConn, everybody in the country will remember you. Yes, that's exactly yes, what correct. we're talking about. Nothing yes. to gain, everything to lose. Correct. Yes. For sure, which is why I will go in with lots of anxiety. Oh, buddy, I was yeah. kind of hoping you kind of would be a little better because now, you know, they are the national joke. And the problem is that when you get that stink on you, oh, you become the national joke. Yep, yep. So um, I think the key to a big margin of victory is how effectively they run the ball. Because I think you can set up very, very – easy long passes against this UConn team if you can run the ball effectively. Man, if you can't run against this UConn team, who are you going to run against? Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's like Daru. Daru did a little bit. He he didn't establish as much. I know. He had know, a great let that like hop sideways run, which was really nifty. Yeah. Um, All of us at BS want him to go mostly because of the kangaroo. Oh, I, uh, I was doing the bounce from kangaroo because of the king. I mean, it's great. It, like it's it's yeah, perfect when you're in it for the memes. Yes, but like. Yeah. You know, he was fine. It wasn't. It wasn't great. And I was kind no. of no. Horvath was the best back on yeah, the day for sure. Um, and he he does a lot of stuff with nothing. You know, it's yeah. um, uh, crazy how where he came. Like he literally came. But I guess at running back, you can kind of do that. Like running back is the most common play like position where you know you can go from kind of last in the depth chart to all of a sudden you're the feature back, which is yeah. basically what Horvath has done. It's awesome. He's done it with hard work. He looked yeah. the, the way the dude looks. I mean, he clearly 
doesn't ever skip any day, leg, oh. arm, upper body. He, he, he works out all the time. He, he um, It's funny. Daru talks about it that and makes no apologies. Daru talks about Horvath is faster than him. And Which is he's huge. He's it is amazing. It's amazing. Um, yeah, he makes a lot out of nothing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased with him. So, so you would you agree with me? You wouldn't bet the over, right? On that, oh, no, is that like Purdue taking Purdue the, to cover? Yeah, Purdue no, to cover. Not yeah. at all. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. Me nope. I'm staying away. I am hoping that I just go and see a very boring victory. Give me like 28 to 11. I'm perfectly fine. That's enough. That. Completely uneventful. Great. I go at just no disaster, please. <laughs> I I would be upset if Purdue didn't score more than forty listen, points. I would be happy if it's boring and nobody remembers and everybody just continues. Yeah, I get that. Contracts. I get that. But I, they I mean? need to do some things versus bodies other than Purdue players in more to get ready. I think Notre Dame is going to be. I, I've said it. I just think Notre Dame is very very good. Sterile, yeah. Yeah, they've got they've got so much talent all over the field, yeah. and they've got the way they're they're that that safety, the way he anticipated uh, versus Florida State. Well, uh, I think man. Mackenzie Milton is still a thing. Were you yeah. watching that game? The uh, he's Florida old man. State, yeah, he's like seventh year or something like that. I right? been, it had been three years since he had played, right? Yeah, I mean, it was when uh, what's his name was at UCF, right? Yeah, I mean, like he was uh, uh, Scott Frost's last kind of, you know, the thing that got him this dream job that he's been acing so far. It was neat. Um, it was neat the way he got in the game, and I don't know if you saw that exchange. That was really cool when the guy who got pulled, you know, kind of put you know banged on the helmet and said, "Go get him." I was like, "That's pretty cool," and, it, and he probably he, Milton. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He understands. That's, that's yeah, it's bigger. awesome. And I was hoping that he. Yeah. I mean, like it was. It would have been cool if Notre Dame would have fallen on their faces. But yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure they're going to just. Uh, you know, Purdue is going to need to bank these three wins, in these yeah. other three wins in September because uh, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, hey, this is a question for you uh, from Twitter from uh, our pal Handel Jones. Ready. Ready. Um, I, I can't answer the question because I didn't see it. Um, Indeed. So uh, which commercial bothered you the most over the weekend? Remastered Big Ten commercials or the Applebee's commercial? Oh, the Applebee's commercial. Are, are you talking about – Is that the country the, one? Is that the one he's Yeah. Doing? Yeah. What, That's you, horrible. There were like 14 different storylines in that commercial. I had no idea what was going on. I don't know why they were advertising Applebee's. I don't understand any so of it. When, when you – saw it it didn't make you want to go eat good in the neighborhood right afterwards listen i don't think some nice microwave chicken this applebee's has got me with i'm gonna i'm not gonna lie i've been to applebee's before and it was mostly to see how many apple appetizers i could eat to really test their unlimited appetite really really you got unlimited unlimited pot stickers i'll see about that you want to see (laughs) (laughs) just keep just keep coming give me all of the pot stickers you have ma'am I'm eating a bag of those things. Yeah. That's the thing. So, like, they all their appetizers, bags, the their appetizers, appetizers are really no different than what you get at Sam's Club. Yeah, yeah, no, they are the same thing. They have they have better grease to fry it in than my house. I can tell you that much. I Probably. we usually use an air fryer, so. But you know what? You never know. It depends on the Applebee's that you go to. Applebee's sponsors of the Boiled Sports Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of sponsors. Um, we do got to give a shout out. We got great news to all you guys listening. We, we, uh, big, big week this week. Um, I reached Huge. out to all of our sponsors and 
they're all back this year in spite of what Jay does to embarrass us. Let's be honest. We all embarrass ourselves. We all, we all carry, that's the one area where we carry our weight, you know, it's. And yet these companies, Gridiron Metalworks, Martin Vintage and AJ's still want to be associated with, with us. We are grateful and thankful. Um, and if you're on campus, grab a, a pint and a burger at AJ's. If you need a gift, call Derek at Gridiron Metalworks. Gridiron you, is now doing drinkware. So take your drinkware yeah. and go to AJ's. There you go. And pretend you just drink. I do not, and I don't say do this, but I say it's not a thing that could Give it a try. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And then, of course, Martin Vintage. You're wearing your Martin Vintage Exactly. Shirts. Yeah, exactly. So do the whole thing. Beautiful. Support support your BS family. So martinvintage.com. Um, Enter boiled at checkout for percentage. Yeah. Uh so good question here by my pal Mike PU Fall Cities. Can you can you bring that one up or do we have the capability? For some reason, the bringing up the question thing is not working today. Okay. The machine well, is a little bit broken. This is, this is a great question. Wheel. I'll um, change out the hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do it. Or clean it out. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Which player would you like to see? play that hasn't seen the field yet i mean Yanni, you? right i think that's the first one right i mean yeah. the, the guy that i still want to see well um and i don't know if he played maybe you guys can help me answer uh fans maybe you can answer it anish did you seen play i don't think so i, I don't think like, either. i don't think you know, if he did it wasn't really like yeah. uh uh, um, notable, but yeah, to me, the, the answer there is like, I, I want to see Yanni play and I want to see Yanni and Karloff just kind of share the field even for a little bit. I think we do at the, uh, you know, in the middle to the end of the season, but I do also think like linebacker depth, um, you know, especially now with Grant moving, um, wait, Graham moving to, uh, you know, Graham moving, moving up. Yes. Yeah. Graham Most moving up. Scrimmage. Yep. Um, you're, let, you're, let me ask you a question because, because I've got, this is a spinoff of that, what you just said. Um, and we can go back to other players that we want to see, but is there any player? Cause I think of one right away that you are really pleased with his progress. Like he looks, uh, vastly improved. Anyone that you can think of? Cause I can give you one if you can't. Yeah, go ahead. You go ahead with yours. Let me think. Let me, I thought, I thought Alexander looked incredibly good. Um, like he was, he was really active. Um, if a guy got near him, he made the tackle. Um, I, I was very pleased with that. And that's an important part. You were just referencing the linebackers. Um, I thought he looked great. So, um, if I'm going to say one most improved after one game, after, it, it, you're, you're giving out hardware right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. The early, early season award. I mean, honestly, like, to be completely honest, I was relieved just to see, like Jack be able to finish the game like that. I was relieved that, you know, the year of David Bell was not a mirage. Like David Bell is real and he is incredible. Oh, he's very, he's I mean, like, exactly. I mean, like I was great. You know, the, the one trick play aside, Payne Durham was great, which is like, if Purdue's offense is going to be good, the tight ends are both going to have to be, yeah. um, you know, incredible. And so I don't to, think we like, saw Bill either. There's we, another didn't, guy. we didn't yeah. see Bill Ado. Um, and so to like, and those are safety valve options, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Um, you're hoping to see another wide receiver, especially a deep threat, you know, yeah. because all of those guys are underneath guys, even Bell. Um, you know, that's why, I mean, it would have been great if, 
a normal season would have been there for Bell and, and Rondell because they attack in completely different ways, right? But like you want to see one of the receivers take the top off the defense. But um, honestly, I was mu- like, so not as much most improved, but I was just happy to see these guys like perform at the level that I was hoping to. Again, right. I was a nervous wreck like coming into the game. I'm yeah. a nervous wreck going into UConn. I'm just hoping that Purdue comes right. out not being embarrassed. So to me, it's like, you know, holding holding uh, you know, serve is is uh, is a victory for me. Yeah. And Jared Gelma, uh my pal reminds me that uh, or tells me that that Yassine was out last game. So he didn't play. Yeah. Um the um another guy that I think everybody wants to see play on offense is Marcellus Moore, at least if you mean yeah for sure. Uh, but he, he was he was in special teams. All he did, I think I don't even know if he touched the ball because they, they blasted it over his head uh when he came in because I think he came in the second half return kicks and and he didn't touch the ball and he didn't yeah. get it on offensive play as far as I know. So um yeah that, do those, we those, see a defensive or special teams touchdown this week we were hoping for one last week do we see a defense do we see defensive points or a special teams touchdown it, okay here i'm gonna say i'll say sure why not <laughs> and and why i think we'll get one i think you'll have a, a strip and score there you I think, go i think about carl this. There you go. We're waiting for it. We're going to call it every week until it happens. There we go. Exactly. It'll eventually happen. It's going to be magical. Uh, another neat thing on defense I thought was cool was um, Washington playing on defense, playing tackle. That was strange. It yeah, was strange. Like, and they I said they're probably going to move him back. So I didn't read anything about that. And he was fine, actually. He plugged he was him good. pretty he good. Was good. So why are they going to move him? <laughs> They say they need more depth on the offensive line than they do on defensive line. Um, but yeah, that's, I thought he looked good. He looked like he was having fun, you know, yeah. uh, that was neat to see. Um, yeah, he's a fun. big, strong guy too. Um, if nothing, he leaned on some people, you know, really pushed the pocket back. Um, they couldn't, you know, it's funny. I thought, and remember I'm a, I'm a Neil fan. I thought he looked better than Neil. <laughs> Because Neil was so out of shape when he was playing last time. Really, the last year. I mean, again, this is all like you know, COVID year. It is what it is, right? Yeah. Um, all right. Any other questions? What are the any other questions in the hopper? Oh uh, well, let me just say, Jared Jared Gallimore again says Cam Allen picks. Like, Cam I Allen think that's a good. Six. I think that's a good good guess. And I think if you're gonna put him into. Uh, was it Yahtzee or what's the one you you shake that? That is definitely uh, we're going to call it Yahtzee because yeah, yeah, I the enjoy. Cup okay, you so I would I would put Trice's name in there too. I, yeah. I think that'd be a good one. I love Trice, um, man. I've loved Trice since he first walked on the field. That dude is awesome. That dude yeah. plays with passion and energy, and he is an insane cornerback. Quarterbacks have to be insane. Trice is an insane cornerback. I love that, it. Uh, his game saver, the the seam route, yeah. he stuck with stride for stride, oh. knocked that away. And then bang. Thing yep. of beauty. Thing of beauty. Perfect okay. time. Um, let me see. Do we have any more? Uh, so I got I got final confirmation for you, oh listener out there, watcher. Jay will not be able to make the show. He had something very important to attend to. I, we would have made fun of him more if it wasn't. Uh, and I'll say I know. I know. So, I feel bad so. making fun of him. However, I will make fun of him. I will make up for it. Uh, this weekend, making fun of him. Keep your eyes uh, on um, the BS Instagram, probably, which is where uh, we might be going live from a campfire uh, near, uh, you know, the the New Jersey era uh, area. Um, We will be in attendance in Yukon. So if any of you cursed souls are going to be also there in Yukon with us, please say hi if you see us. 
Um, there's gonna, uh, I think there's gonna people. be a solid, solid Purdue contingent. I mean, there. what's UConn? What are UConn fans gonna do? Go to the game? Yeah. So Absolutely it's like, not. yeah, it's just degenerates like us in the New York yep. City area that are all gonna drive up, and it's gonna be what it is. Yeah. Right on, be great. Right on. So um, if anybody, well, says I got, this, I got one question. Well, I, I'll just, I'll see what you. It's, I'll just. Uh, Z Young from Twitter says, uh, "Uniform, uniform choices. Week uh, is black lids, white shirts, black pants. Looks like wearing black shoes, black socks. Really solid looking." He says he's the only person wishing for an old gold jersey instead of white. So let me let me weigh in on this first. I also wish for that. Yes, but old gold jersey is a pipe dream. They don't have an old gold in the palette. First, it's not the so, it's not the gold we want. So I wouldn't even mind the gold gold the whatever gold the nike gold just because it's something different it's something cool the white jerseys are lame i'm saying yeah. it the white jerseys are lame except you don't like that astronaut. uniform the black white black the astronaut jersey is cool that black white black is fine it's generic okay. it's mad right. yeah um, I, I think i think at least it looks tough like that's the thing okay. i like about it so it's okay uh, it's a fine yeah. whatever look i'm not really yeah would you rather see gold lids on the road yeah, of course. I'm always a gold lid. Yes. Yeah. Give right. me the okay. gold lids. Um, Greg McManus asked a great question uh, for Jay. Is he is he closing another property? Um, yeah. yeah. Right outside of Yukon, we are um, we're going in on. He it bought together. a weekend house for one exactly. Weekend. We're yeah, exactly exactly. We were just going there. We're going to spend it. We didn't Airbnb because why Airbnb when you can invest in such a great property market right now? It's yeah. Great. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Awesome. We're closing. Right, so it's right. great. Yeah. I think both of our names are going to be on the deed. Are there deeds anymore? I don't know. Yeah, I don't it seems know. like an old west kind of thing, right? When was the last time you got a deed? Yeah, you see, deeds are usually involved in like heists, right? Yep. So it's yep. like I don't want one because anyway, it would stay deed really big on like in like a really like cool font. On the <gasps> yeah, top exactly. Yep. Exactly. If it doesn't say if your if your mortgage papers doesn't say mortgage in fancy lettering on the top, you don't have to pay it. Those are the rules. Yeah, that I think it's a federal law, actually. So yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Let's see. Is there anything else? Um, uh, did you? So our your official? Because I don't know if we really have a predicto here, other than we we think Purdue should win by a lot. <laughs> I noticed you don't want to really say it because I'm not know, going, I'm going under, matter. like I'm, I'm saying UConn covers the spread, but I don't think Purdue will score enough points because basically Purdue's got to score over 40 points to do that. I don't think Purdue does. I, I think, think so Purdue's here I'm going to, I'll, I'll make, I, I said it earlier. I think Purdue will score over 40. Okay. I don't think they're going to, I think it's a lot to ask to score over 50 right now. Yeah. I mean, but there I think, are, there are a lot of good ones. Oh, a good one from good. PU Falls Cities. How was yes. this new video board? Awesome. It's I awesome. got texts from a bunch of friends who were in the audience that were like, I didn't know the video board and the audio system needed to be replaced. And then I looked at it and it was oh, incredible. So good. So good. Um, uh, now I imagine like if was... they had real seats, like box seats there, you would be like a real stadium. Oh, wow. It's like a real stadium almost. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was, it was notably better. It was great. Like the images were so crisp and clear. It almost looked like, science fiction it was so perfect like i was like whoa because because we sit on the, what'd you say like holograms. Holograms. yes it was so clear and it was it's it's one of those things where you need that and you need a game day experience type of thing um obviously being in the stadium there's a feeling and that sort of thing's great but but that was that's that's an that's another feather in the cap of purdue that's that's really big time looking i i do think they have to fix that end zone morgantown 
gosh, they got to get rid of Morgantown. And the funny thing is Morgantown used to be like, right. You, you got your, you could, you could go get your beer in there. Right. That yeah. was the cool thing. Well, now you can get beer anywhere in the stadium. They had beer and wine all over the stadium. So they don't even have that. So now it's just like a, a really lame cookout. Like we were saying, you know, time to move on. Oh, come on. Just build yeah. a structure, build a pergola, something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think they have a pergola. <laughs> I think oh, they have a problem. My fault. My fault. Yeah, That's my fault. That's crazy. my fault. I apologize. I would like yeah. to apologize into the ether. I do yeah. not think Purdue scored. So if it's the over under Purdue scoring is 42, I will say I will take the under there. Um, the but under. I will still think I still am praying and hoping for a comfortable, uh, boring victory against UConn with me and Jay in attendance, starting a trend of me and Jay attending wins by Purdue instead of heartbreaking, terrible, or otherwise miserable losses. That sounds awesome. I think it's yeah. a good prediction itself. Uh, everybody out there, if you guys haven't done this, if you don't follow us on the gram, um, Michael decided to branch out a little this week and did some pretty funny stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so check it out. It's, it's, it's there. It's archived. And we'll be um, on there. We'll be on there all yep. weekend. Uh, answer it. Like just send us questions anywhere. Um, and we will answer them. Maybe we'll ask it on uh, the IG story to get. We'll collect questions that way. Um, good idea. It's yeah, good idea. we'll do. Yeah, we'll do that. Earn your earn your boiled sports salary, guys. I know. I know. We're I really we yeah. we took the uh, we took the summer off, and now we're coming back with a vengeance. As pretty yeah. marches to twelve wins. There we go. Boom. Bingo. Bingo. Bongo. It's gonna happen. Um, yeah. So it, it, thanks for thanks to everybody who tuned in live. Uh, Anish, thanks for being here jay thanks for not being here Indeed. Um, yeah uh, one, one thing one more thing i want to address and you guys can talk about it in twitter or someplace else uh michael called himself did he say vindicated with his prediction i don't think he knows what that word means that's what i said i i completely agree he keeps using that word and i don't think he knows like, what it means i don't think you, yeah you're, you're are you quoting uh, princess bride yeah, there because exactly. you're perfect um yeah. that's exactly the right thing to do right there i'm i I don't know how to say it to him, but he he, he was not vindicated. His Ooh, prediction of poor vanilla it. play calling down the stretch and that being one of Purdue's Achilles heels and everything. Listen, if you say before. it with enough confidence, it makes it true. Right. Well, we've learned that a lot in the last <laughs> couple of years. So no doubt about it. Um, but even though he doesn't know the word, what the word vindicate means, He's quite good at the at the Instagram. Well, Paula, uh, it's it's fine. We will accept his apology. He's real busy with his big old belt buckles and his that's uh, right. absurdly large hats down yeah. in Texas. He, how many acres was it? A thousand acres that he was uh, Yeah, I mean, like you know, twelve hundred. Yeah, but like yeah, yeah and so he's got like hundreds of steer too. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, yeah, that's... I think he's also named them all. Um, he only just moved down there, so he's like branding them one by one. He's yeah. branding them in very different ways, and in solidarity, he's also branding himself. So that's cool. That's it's a really big, cool. it's a big fall project for him. Yeah, um, you know, I hope it, it goes well. I, I hope it goes well. Rootin' tootin', uh, uh, Michael <laughs> down there. <laughs> Pistolas. Um, <Pistolas>. Yeah. <laughs> It's exciting, exciting to see. Oh, it's exciting times. We're going to be there. We'll see you at UConn. Yep. Thanks for well, joining. Love you guys. Good night.